Ready to explore the branches on your family tree? Join avid historian and genealogist Cherie Harper as she helps you begin your journey of finding out just where you came from. Brick Walls and Pitfalls starts now. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Brick Walls and Pitfalls. I'm your host Cherie Harper um, coming to you live from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center here in Cookville and just want to discuss today, um, going to talk about genetic genealogy. Um, this is a relatively new uh, frontier when it comes to genealogy. It's honestly one of the ones that has ended up helping me the most and something I get really excited about. Um, I think a lot of people are intimidated by it. They think it's going to be difficult to understand, and, and some people it may be. I'm not sure. Um, over time, I've gotten pretty proficient at it. Um, there's a lot of resources out there to help you to understand it better and to make it easier for you. I mean, honestly, the first place I would start if you're wanting to learn about genetic genealogy would be a quick Google search. Um, the main site that I found that has a lot of different links that are really helpful is if you Google it, one of the first things that pops up is um, a beginner's guide to genetic genealogy from it's a wiki page. And it does have, you know, hyperlinks to several different articles, blogs, things like that from lots of people who've already written all this stuff out for you and can kind of help you navigate it. Um, one of the first ones that I came across that is actually at the top of this page is it's a beginner's guide to genetic genealogy by Kelly Wheaton. Um, it was published in 2013. So things have obviously come a, come a, a long way since then, but it gives you a general idea of how you can use it, you know, what to look for, um, things like that. In my own research, it's been really valuable, um, because I've come across several brick walls, which is why I've named this podcast that to start with is most of us at some point come to a place where we just can't get any further. There's no paper records or there's not enough records or there's just nothing to connect it for you. And um, I do see people online all the time on um, genealogy sites where they'll go ahead and just put information in, um, you know, that looks like it's right. Um, and, and that can really mess you up. And so this is a way where if you're not sure, if you can't find the the paper dots to connect, Science can now do it for you, and it's pretty amazing. Um, in my own research, I've had several different parts of my family tree that I just couldn't get past. And once I did my DNA and sent it in and then started looking into the genetic component of it, it solved a lot of mysteries for me, um, sometimes as far as three and four generations back, which has been really interesting. Um, I do hope at some point to have some of my friends and family on the show to talk more about that and about um, – you know, genealogy in general to find, you know, to talk to them about what it means to them and why it's important to them and what they've learned from it. Um, so you might want to know, like, how can you use DNA for genealogy? What can you use it for? Why would you want to use it? Um, some of the common reasons that you would want to use it is to learn just more about your ancestry in general, maybe just your heritage or um, ethnicity or whatever. Um, now, the science isn't 100%. It's giving you a, a basic guesstimate. And if you, you know, do much research on that, you'll see that there's lots of arguing about how valuable it is. Is it correct? I mean, it, it's close enough. And if you do your paper trail, at least in my case, I found that my ancestry DNA heritage makeup really closely matches what I found on paper. And so I was pretty comfortable with that. Um, nothing's going to be 100%, but it is a, a useful tool. And it is interesting um, to watch. So um, and to see how it unfolds and see how it connects. And sometimes in my case, I found um, little bits of, of DNA heritage that made no sense. And then later on down the line, found the paper to kind of support it, which is pretty neat. So um, 
another reason you would want to use it is to confirm, you know, kind of like what I'm already talking about, to confirm what you think you know, um, to see if it does reflect what you think you already found. And so it's almost like having double proof of, of what you've done, of all your hard work. Um, another reason is to confirm the relationship between people. Um, if you think that, in my case, I have a third great grandpa that I've not ever been able to figure out who his parents were and um, have been stuck on him for a really long time. It's on my mom's side of the family. And the genetic genealogy, once I got better at it, was actually able to help me figure out which group of people I was connecting to. Um, I'm, I'm My mom's family is from White County, Tennessee, and last name is Lowry. And so I was looking to find which Lowry's, because there seemed to be a lot and didn't necessarily seem to be connected, trying to figure out how are they connected, which which group am I connected to, if any, and can I use the, the DNA to help me figure out where we all fit? And the answer turned out to be yes, um, I could. And so, um, you know, it, it's that, too, trying to figure out which direction to go sometimes when you're stuck. Um, sometimes it also is to validate a theory of where you think your people came from. Um, one useful thing on Ancestry site in particular is it does show, like, different groups of settlers and shows you connected to people who migrated from North Carolina or Virginia or whatever, and people that came into Tennessee from those areas in my case. And so it, it groups that together for you, too, and kind of confirms. Again, it, it, the DNA really is just a confirmation of your, your paper trail. Um, I would never suggest doing the DNA stuff first. Um, you want to do as much of your paper as you can and then use the DNA to prove it out. Another thing about genetic genealogy, which I can do a whole other show about, is um, finding people's birth families. Um, I've had the extreme pleasure of being able to help several people um, who were adopted or didn't know their father or whatever, um, figure out who their birth families are. And um, if you can ever be a part of something like that, that's pretty amazing. I can't even put into words what that feels like to to help someone with something like that. But it all started with genealogy for me, and then I figured out that I could use those same tools to help people in the here and now who just want to know where they're from. And so um, that's another huge reason that um, genetic genealogy has become big. Another thing you'll hear about a lot on the news is um, where they're using genetic genealogy to solve crimes, where they have mystery DNA to some crime somewhere, and um, they upload the DNA from that because it's not matching any of the criminal databases. Um, I think one of the biggest cases of that is the Golden State Killer is, is a big one that was recent where they had this guy's DNA from the you know 70s and 80s. But he wasn't a criminal, so he wasn't in like CODIS or any of those kind of things. And um, using genetic genealogy, they, they were able to figure out who he was basically by connecting him to other people and narrow down that it had to be one of this group of people from this family. And so that's how they actually caught that guy. And, and so that's a pretty amazing thing to be able to do, too. Um, another thing that you can use the genetic genealogy for is to learn um, which ancestor certain traits were inherited from. Um, you know, that's more of... Something that might interest you, if you're someone who looks at old pictures and you find it interesting that you look like so-and-so, um, that genetic genealogy stuff you know, can be a part of that, too. So um, there's lots of resources out there. I'm actually going to publish them on my Facebook page, um, which is Insight Genealogy, and um, give you some links where you can click on some of these things and read for yourself. Um, you know, there's no point in me, obviously, reading it to you. You can go and look at them yourself. But just to give you an overview of why it's useful and why you might want to do it, um, I highly recommend... There's several reputable places you can do your DNA, but to me, the one with the most useful tools, because it's the one I use all the time, is Ancestry's DNA kit, because it also connects it in with your family tree. It does give you the hints 
that help you connect with other people that share your DNA and also share those ancestors. And what it does over time is it basically does an algorithm to figure out that, um, you know, if you and your third cousin both you share DNA, you're looking like third cousins genetically, and then you both have a common ancestor on your tree, then those DNA pieces came from that ancestor. And so over time, they're basically building a genetic profile for your ancestors, which is, you know, almost mind-blowing at this point. But I would highly recommend that because it does give you the tools you need to build on your paper trail and connect with other people who are doing research, who are genetically connected to you, and will help you along probably a lot quicker than some of the other sites. Not that the other sites aren't useful, um, but for me, this one just has the most tools available, most bang for your buck, so to speak. And you can always look for specials and things like that to get it to where it's affordable. Um, but that's where I would start. You know, I would start with Ancestry.com, order your DNA kit, um, put that in there, go ahead and work your family tree as much as you can and, um, you know, see where it takes you. Um, I'm always available to help if you have questions about how to do that. Um, you can reach out to me again on my Facebook page. It's Insight Genealogy. I'll be glad to answer questions and, and see if I can direct you and give you some pointers. Um, but I would highly recommend doing that. If you're, if you're really interested in this and this is something you want to pursue and learn more about, I would suggest you do that and start from there. And you are listening to Brick Walls and Pitfalls, and I am Cherie Harper. We're broadcasting from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Henson Oakley Family Dentistry on West Jackson Street in Cookville now offers Zoom teeth whitening. So now back to today's episode dealing with genetic genealogy so that's just kind of a brief overview of of what genetic genealogy can do and what people use it for um i'm going to kind of go into a little more detail as far as from my research and things i've done with it on the next episode and and give you an idea of what it can do for you and and the difference it can make in your research to make things easier so that is all for today and i will see you on part two coming soon You've been listening to Brick Walls and Pitfalls. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.